The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station. Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm host Michael Dow, and I'm joined tonight by Sue Timberlake hey there. and John Roberts. And uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about the politics and stuff <laughs> tonight, because yeah, I'm all articulate. Anyway, um, uh, we do uh, love to hear from our listeners, and uh, we especially like your feedback and suggestions about things you want us to talk about. Um, and you can get in touch with us in a few different ways. Uh, Civil Politics Radio at valleyfreeradio.org is the email. At Civil Politics FM is the Twitter. Facebook.com slash Civil Politics Radio is that community thing. And Civil Politics Radio.com is our website, which uh, will have recordings of almost every episode that, uh, that we ever, have ever done. A couple got eaten by gremlins, I think, in the recording stage, but otherwise, <laughs> you know. Well, like like in the Twilight Zone, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, which is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen the third episode they aired. I guess oh, the but new version, the, the new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I uh, mom was curious, and I said, eh, "Okay, fine." So I plunked down the money for CBS All Access because I was wanted to watch Star Trek Discovery, anyways. Oh, there you go. Um. So, uh, yeah, the the I I like the first two episodes, and the second one is a as a remix or a retread or a homage or whatever you want to call it of the uh, some classics. Well, the classic episode with William Shatner as the nervous pi- passenger on an airplane, you know, Nightmare at 20,000 Feet. The new one is called Nightmare at 30,000 Feet. You know, it's appropriate because it was a jet plane, not a it was, prop plane. It was, they, they had references to the old one, but yeah, it, they it wasn't... Um, it's a distinct story. It's a very, it, it is a very different story uh, than, than the other one. Yeah. Um, and part of that's because, like, the new show... Was it an M8 they were flying this time? Or <laughs> It was an actual modern jet. Oh. And actually, one thing that's different is the episodes are about an hour long, as opposed to, you know, like, the 25-minute yeah. things that they did before. Although Which I think might be a little toy. detriment to, to, to it. Like, I kind of agree. Um, too long, it goes on the pace. Long. The pacing is a little bit weird, um, and to have a story that has a very distinct, like, focus... Uh, have, being an hour, it's it can meander a while, especially if there's like a mystery. You know, it's it's Twilight Zone, so there's a mystery about it. But there, it kind of a lot of you those know. classic Twilight Zone episodes are short and sweet, and they have a zinger and boom. Yeah, you know, they're they're very short economical story versus novel, kind right? Of thing. Exactly, or, yeah, or novelette in this novelette. case, but yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. would be like a this would be like a um. Yeah, like a short story versus a novel. Like there, there, there are different stages in each one, yeah. which is pretty interesting. And these were were just the t- first two, so I bet that they have uh, they'll they'll get a better handle on it throughout the series. Get their sense of time. I I watched my I watched um Twilight the Twilight Zone with my mom all the time. Oh, so I yeah. I I love that show. <laughs> so uh, as someone that watched it all the time before, um, it I think this is a pretty good successor. Did you guys see The Americans? Somebody was telling me about that that series today. Oh, the one no. that was on um, uh, 
uh, Amazon with Amazon the, Prime about the uh, the people who were sleeper agents from the Soviet Union. Yeah. Um, I've heard it was good. I I know nothing about it, but they were telling me didn't it was win good. an Emmy. Uh, I Did think it? it won several. Um, my uh, my uh, ex-wife slash best friend Michelle loved that show, and she watched every episode, and she she was just hooked on it and oh, told me how to good it, it was. From the library, maybe or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but you know, I, and I play your cards right. I'll let you use my Amazon account. <laughs> <laughs> you know Civil me. I'm TV. a re- Republican. I never use anybody else's password. <laughs> ah, fair enough. Oh. <laughs> But interesting because I didn't connect the name of it with the storyline because I remember this the the storyline a little bit, but the fact that it's called the Americans I just no. I didn't connect it so I missed it I missed it totally. So so speaking of Americans and people who are here for nefarious purposes, ain't we all Americans on these two continents, three continents, <laughs> yeah. whatever it is? Yes, we How are. How many continents do we have? Two. 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 Because yeah. the isthmus between them is technically considered part of North America, which I didn't know, but until recently. But yeah, Central America is is, is geographically, continentally part of North America. Yeah. Oh, good to know. So, you have to draw the line somewhere. We've got a little probe sticking down into <laughs> South America and sucking out the wealth. <laughs> Oh, that was a bad image. Anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> really was. Yeah, yeah. I apologize. I don't know why I just got sort well. of lipo yeah. liposuction vision or <laughs> right. something. Somehow, yeah. Okay, so we're talking about like immigration or something. Yeah. Well, that was sort of where I was gonna go. Isn't that yeah. what Perot said? The great big sucking sound, but that was Jobs going the other way. Yes. Right? Yes, it was. Um, I yeah. Those poor farmers in the Midwest. Uh, yes, that's true. Of course, they don't have any crops to be harvested, so. Um, it's and it's going to be difficult for the like who knows what's going to happen because they've still got the flooding damage and uh, you know they had like like warm really warm weather thawing everything out and then they had like a big snowfall that's happening like still today right and all the corn and soybeans are in their um, their um, oh, I can't think silos of, silos that's yeah. what I was trying to think of and they're getting wet and they're ruined yeah all these crops are just ruined it's just yeah. it's it's catastrophic damage. Uh, uh, certainly economically for them. So Um, there's a, uh, someone I'm following on Twitter, Dr. Sarah Tabor. She's uh, works as an agronomist uh, and uh, she's a doctor of of plant medicine. And uh, she has a lot of really interesting things she's posting on Twitter about um, how farms work and uh, the uh, breakdowns of, for example, like, the number of uh, family farms uh, owned by white farmers is about the same now as it was in 1920. Um, there are a lot fewer people farming and fewer farms than there were back then because pretty much nobody is a sharecropper anymore, <laughs> you know. And uh, a lot of uh, uh, African Americans sharecroppers here, right? But I mean, like they're usually young folks that are very idealistic that are working somebody else's land for and working on a co-op farm or whatever yeah, yeah. Or, or giving a cut to the, uh, the right owner, but, so but i guess that's not technically a share that's that's not that's the new version of that's it. not debt peonage true yeah which is what sharecropping is it's kind yeah. of a like a fine name for a capitalist name for feudalism um and the uh is that uh, like renting a taxi kind of yeah yeah the uh, and and so uh, the share of ownership for people of color, you know, black farmers, uh, uh, you know, indigenous peoples, whatever, has gone down significantly. So, but there are there are a lot of, of things to to look at there, and I I'm not educated enough to talk about it. But it it's definitely we should do that if we 
can get around to doing our, our farm to fork civil politics crossover. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Since we Don't do, you steal news. our guests. <laughs> we should. That's what I mean. We should share. We <laughs> might talk about reparations later, but I just want to say something about yes. the the black farmers. I've followed that a little bit, and there was a great federal program that was supposed to help all the folks that were, you know, sh- sharecroppers to farm owners, mm-hmm. and almost none of the money went to black farmers. Or, or indigenous people, American Indians, it all went to the white farmers. And it was the federal bureaucracy that they just wouldn't approve any mm. of the money for, you know, it was sort of like um, quail getting yep. the, um, what do you call it, the subsidized college education for yep. disadvantage. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have to be really careful when you start to have programs, quote, for everybody. Yeah. When though, you're really trying to fix a particular problem. Well, yes. It, it, though I do want to also, one, one last thing that she pointed out, that I was like, huh, was um, uh, in the l- latter part, like in the uh, like the 20s and 30s and 40s, you know, as, uh, as you know, black people uh, would leave farms in the south and, and move to northern cities and whatnot. Uh, sharecropping continued uh, much less in the south and more in the north. So one reason why, like one legitimate reason why federal funding might have gone to more white families than black families is because uh, maybe by the if that was probably the Roosevelt administration. I wouldn't be surprised. Yep. The FDR and uh, by that point, there might have been a lot more uh, sharecropping families in the North that were white farmer families instead of black farm families. I mean, the racism problem is still enormous and needs to be addressed. Yeah, and the Roosevelt m- administration did not deal with it that well. Yeah. We as, had a black president so as redlining. I don't think racism is a thing anymore. Oh. <laughs> Oh, well, okay. And uh, I didn't let's say... Let's take the night off then, huh? <laughs> I didn't say... I was very careful. I didn't say more white farmers than black farmers got it. I said they didn't give money to any black farmers or any indigenous farmers, even though that's who the program... So oh. they gave it to, like, one guy, and they gave him, like, a half a half a grant, you oh, know? wow. Yeah, I wasn't saying it was disequal compared thank to... You. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I was for, saying... Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, it was... They went back and they went, well, yeah. well which farmers did you help? <laughs> yeah, well, I... I, I <laughs> I, I'd love to talk about this more, except I don't know enough about this to contribute meaningfully and intelligently. And you know, so this is new. <laughs> I was going to say, like that's never stopped you before. <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> Good, we're both going to get you tonight. <laughs> gang, gang up on the Michael. <laughs> that's funny because it's true. <laughs> But um, oh, we were talking about immigration. Well, but because that all connects to farming. A lot of people who are are migrants in this country are 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 here because they were working migrants. There are a lot of migrants who, are different than immigrants, though. Migrant, well, seasonal migrants are seasonal. Yeah. It's a different phenomenon, though. I mean, yeah. you know, someone who's a visiting from another country is an immigrant. Is an immigrant is an immigrant. But yeah, you know. good point. But uh, yeah, the the thing that really struck me is, uh, and I guess it struck other people too, but apparently uh, the Trump administration wanted to explore the idea of having, of, of basically taking people who were being held in detention centers and just sort of busing them to like, you know, downtown San Francisco and Bus Boston. and treatment. And just... <laughs> One-way ticket, right? Yeah, and then just <laughs> letting them out and... and uh, the Mariel boat experiment? Yeah. Is that? Uh, well, and the idea is that it would be like, it would be, you know, retribution. It would punish you know, quote-unquote sanctuary cities for daring to, like, flout the Trump administration. And I'm just, it would be really, really bad for someone who's here, you know, a desperate refugee to suddenly get 
dumped in the middle of Times Square, obviously. Yeah, yeah but New, but Cambridge or Northampton or some, Iowa City, I mean, San it, Francisco, those they have good programs that actually will try and... Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I, the I, truth is that that's the best place you could dump someone because those cities have a real... Right. Know, I mean, obviously, it, it, it could be a strain on, on, on resources, but on the other hand... Uh, At I, least there's programs in place already. Well, I would rather have I would rather as a nation that we deal with have to deal with the problem of what do we do with you know a thousand you know desperate migrants suddenly showing up in Northampton like that's not good. But, but on the I other bet hand, Northampton would deal with it. I've seen them rally. I, exactly, that's <laughs> I what I'm say saying. Them. I live here too. There, but. Well, there are a lot of people in the valley who would rally to the cause. Yeah. You know, who say like, yes, all right, this is. I get a we, spare room in my house. Yeah. Something, yeah. <laughs> Or, or like, fine, I'll, I'll kick in some extra money or whatever. Um, so, like, I just the logic of like, don't throw me in that briar patch, right? Well, <laughs> just like the logic of like, how is that a, how is that seen supposed to be like a a, a punishment? How is that supposed because to like for Trump? Sh- it would be a punishment. Right. From his worldview, that is the scariest, most horrible thing that could happen is that his people showed up at Mar-a-Lago. And well, I think it's Stephen Miller's. <laughs> I think it's Stephen Miller's idea. But yeah, yeah that's kind I of the same. I would guess you're right. Yeah. Stephen Miller is like it's like Trump back, you know, in the old days, you know, before he got a hair weave or whatever. And I don't know. He's like a he's like a young little Trumpling. Yeah. One thing. Well, a couple of things to remember. One, they. They do like uh, I. Th- I think they would. They would be using the fact that oh, we have to release them somewhere. Yeah, you know, let's release um, them somewhere where they're wanted. Exactly, and I, I actually, the, I, I'm okay with it. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. no. Well, I, I think, think the the major thing here is that they would be releasing all of the the, the detainees and and people awaiting. Uh, asylum, like asylum and everything like that, with no resources to support. With no them. resources, and yeah. when. When something bad happens, yep. then they'll be like, "See, yeah, see, you know," and they would, they would, and plus they would be stacking it against sanctuary cities specifically. Yeah. Um. So we're like, and there's probably, probably all of ten sanctuary cities in the country. Oh, I think there's more. No, than there's that. way more. Um, that have actually declared because Springfield was going to, and then they were very careful. Springfield about doesn't need how to how say t- anything. Massachusetts they, is a sanctuary state. That's that's like that's settled law. Well, it's the what, state supreme, the, the Supreme Judicial Court of Massachusetts explicitly ruled on this subject. But yeah, but what they were ruling on is whether the police had to do certain things. It's not quite the same as being a sanctuary city, isn't it? No, I don't think so. I think there's a nuance there, but I take your point. Well, certainly they they couldn't do you know they couldn't do anything to uh, uh, to aid you know ICE or CBP or whatever yeah. you know like like. You know, they couldn't hold anybody they weren't in, uh, entitled to hold under Massachusetts law. Yeah. You know, so. And uh, it's it's just, to me, really. Um, it's sort of like putting the tax code with a cap on uh, uh, real estate tax. So you get the California big cities and you, oh, you kill you yeah. New York and you kill. Yeah. I, you, were, very... you reminded me of the thing. The, the thing I wanted to compare this to. This is this feels a lot like what Chris Christie did, you know, like. Well, we'll just shut down a few lanes of the GWB, and that'll show those guys the mayor of that town. I was the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And as a Chris Christie defender. Yes. You're attributing things to him that were not attributed to him. Yeah, that that was your belief. It was his staff. Officially, that was his staff. 
I don't believe that his it staff was, went went behind his back on that. That is that, that is, hasn't been proven, but I don't believe. And there were two that staff that were in the news, and there was another staff person who went to work for Trump right afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just I I I, I know they uh, they fell on their swords to defend Chris Christie, but I oh no, they tried to. I don't believe they them. tried to blame him. Actually, I don't, I, I don't believe that. I I, I think ah. I, I think he's I think he's part of it. But belief in matter. facts. I'm just trying to make sure that it's not stated that that actually. I just, uh, That's fine. Want to interject? I found a map, uh, interactive map of all the sanctuary cities, counties, and states ah. uh, that I'm going to post on Facebook, the Sweet. Twitter, and on our website uh, under the sh- in the show notes for this show. Um, a lot of counties. Say uh, sanctuary counties. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, By county government. About, yeah, um, huh. there's about. Some states' county governments I, are very important. I'm going to yeah. say like between 20 and 30 sanctuary cities. Um, and four, five, six, seven sanctuary states. Is Massachusetts one of them? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where they Wait. said what the police could do. Yes. <laughs> so is Cambridge counted as a city and the whole state? I Cambridge mean, might be included as a specific, specifically as a city because it went out of its way does to it do say, that. But. When you said the 20 to 30, is there like one in Massachusetts or not? Oh, there's tons in Massachusetts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, there's one, two, three. I, I can count later. But on um, the... Uh, and Marty Walsh has been going out of his way to make, uh, to make it clear that Boston... Well, I'm just trying easy. to get the, the difference city. between a sanctuary state and then a city would also be sanctuary within it. Why wouldn't all the cities in Mass? Well, Maybe I think the, nuance, the, the, the difference is like, one, yes, they, it's declared and two um they might have declared they were sanctuary cities before the state uh yeah uh, made a made a ruling uh like boston yeah Yeah. so boston definitely did and and springfield was very careful not to so maybe that's why Mm. amherst too i didn't know that is a sanctuary city Mm -hmm. oh that makes sense well, about like town. S- between seven and ten um sanctuary cities in massachusetts yeah that sounds about right to me those all the people's republics Sorry. <laughs> Most of them are in the Boston area. Yeah. So that's that's not the People's Republic. Is North um is Northampton one? Can you tell? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Only so. ones in in Western Master Northampton and Amherst. Yeah. They took the vote. So uh what were we talking about? Well, <laughs> I, I just that Oh, uh, the payment, the uh, retribution aspect just, of this just, is like Well, and it, it's just I I I don't know how to put that you know, it's 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 a it's a an assumption like, like the idea of like seeing that as a way to 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 punish states. Oh, I'll call you gay, and that'll be really bad. Kind exactly. Of thing. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's yeah. Like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's odd. It's a. It's Darn, odd. I can be fabulous. <laughs> yeah. So so the guy the um uh Kirsten. Gillenbrand? No, the um, head of Homeland Security. Who oh, just Kirsten was, Nielsen. Nielsen. She resigned. Her second in command in the in this de- in this department. Yeah, she resigned. Because, she resigned because of the president wanted her to resign. Well, it all yeah. all of Homeland yeah. Security has a lot of other jobs besides besides this one, like you know, cryptology and all this other stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so she she resigns, and they put her second in command in charge. And did you hear this story today? No. So. Uh, Trump told him to close the border because that's why she ended up leaving was that she was being asked to close the border. And she said, we can't do that legally. Yeah. Well, so he said the same thing. And I don't know his name. He's Lenin Sense or Lenin. He's he's a military kind of guy. 
Oh wait, Ed, did I? I think I did hear this, but keep going. Yeah. So so Trump offered him a pardon. He said, "Don't worry about it. If it's illegal, I'll pardon you." <laughs> yeah. And that was in NPR tonight. So I assume that's a real story. So I'm sure he did the same thing with Kirsten, but she didn't. She didn't. Um, she didn't uh, expose him. But the new guy said. Oh, look what Trump just offered me to do this. So, so, th- so this is, I mean, so there's like a whole, uh, uh, how many angels can, can, can c- commit crimes on the head of a pin sort of legal question. Well, I, she turned him down on a few things, not just closing the Mexico border, but. Yeah. Right. But I, I'm just saying like the president saying like, okay, I want you to do something that is illegal. That or, is or you might think is illegal. Yeah. Say it's unambiguous. Yeah. Say it's, you know, say it's something that's unambiguous. Like, I want you to, I, I, I don't know, uh, you know, torture did, somebody. You did, know? Ditch all the records in Florida that have a name on them that looks like right. it might be a black name. Yeah. Right, exactly. I, totally illegal, but you somebody know, I, did I, it. I, yeah. I, I want you to, like, dump toxic waste in the... the Boston Harbor? In oh, yeah. Boston Harbor, or in the Quabbin Reservoir. Just just go and do it. Yeah, actually, you know? the Boston Harbor does have a, um, a spot. I know. But uh, uh, but I mean you know like to commit some fresh crime or outrage and then say yes this is a federal crime, um, but it's I will fine. pardon you. I will pardon you. Don't like, worry about it. Like that's that seems illegal somehow, doesn't like, it? Like it, <laughs> yeah, I'm like that has to be an abuse of the power of the pardon. Now, the, especially I, tied together like that. Right. I mean, I believe the Constitution. So they may have him if this guy is actually telling the story. Well, I I just if that's true, I, like. Like that's, I mean, they may have Trump. That's yeah. yeah. That seems like a high crime or misdemeanor to me. It sure does to me too. Yeah, I was shocked when it came out today because I'm like, wow, you know, Kirsten just went quietly, you know, and said, you know, say goodnight. Who Dick. knew that the, a woman <laughs> who like implemented a policy of deliberate of, of of deliberately separating children from their families in a way that would make it difficult, if not impossible, to reunite them, uh, and put children in cages en masse. Who knew that she would be the more ethical alternative? Well, how do you know that she wasn't holding the line and her underlings were doing all that? This guy that just got... I, what's his there name? There was a rumor that it, she it, was the one that wrote that, that New York Times um, op-ed, the, the mystery person saying, like, oh, we're trying to keep him under control. Oh, that's interesting. You know, the I hidden, hadn't heard the that. The hidden coup yeah. that was happening. Well, Mattis, the generals for a while, that, that was the rumors that they were, you know, nobody could be out. Of, they couldn't all three be out of the country at the same time. Somebody had to be with him. Keep it. But anyway, what's the guy's name? The new guy just got appointed. He's acting at the moment. I can't think of his name. I don't remember. But he's a law and order guy, and that's all he's done. He's just done border stuff. Well, and, and, and now he's head of everything in Homeland Security. Yeah. Well, and that's another thing. Like, look at how many acting whatevers the president has at this point in his cabinet. It's just... He likes that because he can get rid of them real easy, and they don't have to get um, they don't have to get confirmed. And... Right. Uh, acting Homeland Security Secretary is Kevin uh, McElian. McLean or something. McLean. Yeah. Yeah. It's an odd name, but anyway. So that came out that that he was told to not worry about it because he'd be pardoned. I think that's a smoking gun. I could be wrong. I we've had so many. Well, <laughs> you, you you know who would argue that 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 kind of attitude is is a smoking gun? Martin Luther. <laughs> Not Martin Luther King. Martin Luther, the original. The original <laughs> Martin Luther. One of the things that drove him to you know basically kick off the Protestant Reformation. Nail his uh, things to the na- door. <laughs> 
Well, that was sort of like posting things in a in a Reddit chat room and saying, "I'm willing to argue about these things. Come come have a talk with me." I mean that 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 was a pub, just a public declaration. But uh, other people that that was sort of a typical thing to do uh, if you had like theological discussions. Oh, you wanted to start. That's why you're the historian. Yeah, I, I mean, it was still a, a a an incendiary move that kicked off a lot of things. But it wasn't like he was the only person who ever did that. But the uh, the thing. If there's any one issue that probably drove sort of the anger that led to the Reformation, it was the whole concept of papal indulgences and the corrupt practices around that. The idea that, like, we will sell you, like, basically, you give us enough money, we'll sell you a get-out-of-hell-free card for your sin before you even commit it. Did you see the— and, and, and that didn't sit well with a lot of people and who wanted to believe. did you see the ex-papal declaration from Benedict about why Pope Benedict? No, I haven't seen it. Yeah. He, 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 he was supposed he, to be keeping his mouth shut. He was, and then this week he, he decided to tell everybody why there was so much um, harming of children in the church, and it had to do with the free love of the 60s and pressures. Yeah, I think Francis by that he means <laughs> he means the 1360s. <laughs> yeah, well, and he, he and it's imp- all been downhill from there. He implied that pedophilia was a a, a, a out- recent development, an outcome of yeah of the 60s um, sexual revolution. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Wow, it's like uh, <laughs> is that is that something like he picked up when he was in the Hitler Jugend? I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, well, he's a trouble. He was the one. He was the Pope that had. Um, who are those guys? That um, just wear uh, cufflinks and jackets, and they strip and they dance. Um, the, not the blue. The Chippendales. Chippendales. He had them come and perform for him at the Vatican. What? In a private setting. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, I'm not going to get into that during the break. We can yeah. check. Like, I, I can't believe that's true. But I, I think you're, I, I, I saw think a video of it. I think you're pranking me. But I'm not. But anyway, right. this this pronouncement this last week, Fran, Pope Francis is going to be going. Get this guy a cork in him. <laughs> yeah. This guy needs to go to a faraway island somewhere. Yes. Yeah. He was, Elba, perhaps. Yeah, he did Saint some Helena. sort of a release of some press release and letter to the something or other. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't believe it. I never liked him anyway. Uh, I And I'm not Catholic, so I don't have yeah, to like I'm, him. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, neither am I, and ditto, you know. Yeah, but I, I just found him somehow reprehensible for some reason, so. He was in the Hitler Youth. I mean, even though he was a, a, a rather a young ch- a young boy at the time, still, you know, like I didn't get the impression that it was he was like, oh God, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> but anyway, my um, my personal biases are just my own and don't really matter to anybody. So I just want uh, quick before the break, I just want to yep. uh, interject this one thing: uh, stop and shop. Oh, the union strike. What do the Northampton teachers and Stop and Shop the, the, have the, in common? The supermarket chain that has union staffing That's here correct. in Massachusetts. Yeah, Northampton oh. teachers and Stop and Shop employees have something in common. They hate their contract. The I think the Northampton um, people, they, they settled the their teachers? contract. Yeah, the teachers. I didn't hear that at five tonight. I'll check it out. Yeah, check uh, it out. But yeah, the Stop so and Shop about- is, is on strike currently. Yep. Oh, went to that yesterday at one thirty. Oh, okay, because like I was in there I just the other day and I didn't see them on strike. Yeah, the just managers happened. are working, aren't just they? Just happened. Okay, I've well. heard there's no fresh meat and they can't do any butchering for you because they don't have anybody to do that. So, uh, un- well, so I, you can't I, get your cold cuts. I'm I, I'm a big lefty, <laughs> so 
I'm not going to shop at Stop and Shop while they uh, have workers on strike. I've heard the big Y is so busy you can't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll 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 find an alternative. Sorry, I interrupted you, John. I no, apologize. I just I I personally don't like big Y. Well, uh, when I'm out shopping, for but I'm going to shop there or somewhere else. You know, yeah, because you're not well, going to cross the picket line. Yeah, I'll go to market. Basket <laughs> My friends posted that the, that she would just straight up block anybody that crossed the picket line, like on Twitter or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I guess the federal regulators will make sure that doesn't happen. Well, what do you? What uh, I mean, we got to take a break in a moment. But like, are you like yeah, cross the picket line, whatever? Because I mean, you know, you're a Republican, and you know, you're like you know, pro business. Business should you know, free market and so forth. Are you like? Eh, do, do you? Do I'll you, tell you after the break. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, we, we've got something to look forward to. So <laughs> or we are, maybe not. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it. So anyway, we are going to take a short break here on civil politics on Bally Free Radio. Uh, play some PSAs, promos, station IDs, and whatnot to keep the FCC happy. Uh, and uh, we'll come back in a minute and hear about from Sue about crossing picket lines and maybe a little something about net neutrality. Oh, Maybe. yeah, that's right. That passed the House? Yeah, yeah. This week. Anyway. Go so, Stefan and free, free speech? Yeah. Keep, yeah. You remember, teasing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're holding. But anyway, don't go away. We'll be right back. A world of opportunity is sitting here in the Pioneer Valley right in Hoyoke. Bringing together a variety of organizations, Passport Hoyoke helps you discover Hoyoke's varied treasures. With numerous events happening nearly every day, there's no reason to ever be bored. For a full list of events and member organizations, visit Passport Hoyoke on the web at www.passporthoyoke.org. Come discover the city of Hoyoke. This is Betty White. I know you don't need one more thing to worry about, but listen, high blood pressure can cause kidney damage, blindness, heart attack, stroke, and you can have high blood pressure even if you feel all right. One in seven adults has it, but it's easy to get your blood pressure checked, and you can treat it if it is too high. So don't worry about it. Don't ignore it. Just see your doctor and check it out. For your free booklet, visit the Will Rogers Institute at wrinstitute.org and find us on Facebook and Twitter. The Lilly Library is filled with adventure and wonder for kids and adults of all ages. Lilly Library in downtown Florence lends books and movies to everyone. They offer free parking, free Wi-Fi, and two-hour sessions on Internet-connected computers. They also offer extensive programs for children, including story hours, clubs, and activities for teens, as well as adult programs. The library is open Tuesday and Thursday evenings, Saturdays and Sundays. Find out more at lillylibrary.org. Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. Join me, DJ Vinyl Scratch, on the warm heart of Africa. From Cape Town to the Congo, Marrakesh to Mogadishu, and to the New World and beyond, we explore the best in pop music from Africa and the Afro diaspora all across the globe. Once again, that's 7 to 9 p.m. every Wednesday, only on Valley Free Radio. Fresh Sounds with your host, Ron Freshly, Tuesdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WXOJLP, bringing you the music of Bud Powell, Wardell Gray, Art Blakey, Duke Ellington, Abby Lincoln, Tad Dameron, Yousef Latif, Bix Beiderbeck, Cassandra Wilson, Tom Harrell, Jane Ira Bloom, and thousands more. STDs often have no symptoms, but if left untreated, they can lead to serious health problems, especially for young women. 
Every year in the U.S., about 24,000 women become infertile from untreated STDs, which means they may never be able to have kids. It's important to get tested regularly. All STDs are treatable. Many are curable. GYT, get yourself tested. Go to GYTnow.org to find a testing center near you. A message from CDC. Nerd Night NoHo is proud to support Valley Free Radio, where a monthly speaker series featuring experts from the community talking about art, culture, and science. You can find us at noho.nerdnight.com. I'm Rachel Maddow with the Pioneer Valley Planning Commission and the Franklin Regional Council of Governments for Valley Free Radio. Reminding you that legally, bicycles are vehicles and bicyclists have the same rights and responsibilities and should observe the same rules as motorists. For more information on bicycle rights and safety, go to www.massbike.org. For the best in electro, new wave, funk, and dance, tune into Subculture, Friday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Listen from your computer, iPad, or phone by tuning into valleyfreeradio.org. Subculture, Friday nights, here on WXOJ. Hi, I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! You're listening to Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM in Northampton, Massachusetts. Today, community broadcasting is more important than ever. Corporate interests affect what music we hear on commercial radio, and real news and opinion take a backseat to ratings and profits. Valley Free Radio is owned by its members, operated by volunteers. It's programming created by your friends and neighbors, and it's wholly supported by the community. Please consider going to www.valleyfreeradio.org donate to support free speech in the Pioneer Valley. Thank you so much. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM in Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm still Michael Dow. That's still John Roberts pressing the buttons and making the machines work. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Am I live still? (laughs) We just didn't want to hear what you had to say. I control the vertical and the horizontal. (laughs) All right, John, you're taking this to the outer limits, man. We now return. Control oh my God. All right. Well, Sue. And <laughs> Sue Timberlake, who is going to tell us, uh, give us the, you know, pro-business Republican, Republican view, thought, of view on, well, on, on, on crossing picket lines and union strikes and whatnot. I mean, I know you're not totally against unions and all that stuff. You're not like, right to work, you know, put the kids in the coal mines and so forth, you know. You do know that, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I know you're, you're, you're not a crazy lefty like me, so please tell me things I don't know. Well, first of all, I believe in a free market which you know, level playing field for employees and managers. Mm -hmm. And I've, in my life, worked in many, many union organizations and have helped to overturn the union on about four occasions. But the reason that I believe unions are bad Mm -hmm. is because I think that the union is a symbol that something is broken in the organization and that you see unions where there have been terrible behaviors, 
sometimes in government, where people were asked to work for the governor and raise money for him, sometimes in industries where people were maimed and hurt. So I think of a union as a symptom of a bad outcome. And what I really believe in is cooperative work and people to have rights. No, I don't cross picket lines either. You're right about that. But I don't think that the union is really a solution. I think it's a symptom of a very bad problem of mismanagement. And so it's a funny position because I I believe in industry. I believe in people getting paid for what they do. You know, I believe women should get equal pay for equal work. But unions, to me, are a symptom of a bad problem, and they make it really impossible to manage a business, and it's very rugged. In the two cases or three cases where unions were overturned, the union folks actually voted out their unions because we fixed the management. Hmm. And it was better. It was a better solution. So that's that's my opinion. It's sort of from experience, but it's a belief in more of a almost principled um, business community. And that doesn't exist right. everywhere. And that's why it's there are unions. It certainly doesn't. Yeah. Well, I, I, I actually agree with you on the idea that like uh, uh, unions are... Profit sharing? Well, unions are... Pe- it's good. Yeah, it's, yeah. Unions are a response to problems in, in the, the, the labor marketplace. And uh, one of the ways to ensure that the playing field is kind of level and that uh, there are, you know, uh, uh, rights and 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 respect for the uh the the needs and welfare of 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 employees um it's a response to abuse but it's a very strong response sure and 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 that uh is kind of necessary i think given the way given the way the capitalist class in america here i sound like such a commie but you know (laughs) (laughs) i'm sitting here going way in the way that people like me who own stuff (laughs) Can abuse the heck out of our employees. I mean, our peons. I mean, uh, uh, our valued staff members. Yeah, I um, covered that up nicely, didn't I? So I think I'm done with sort of that's that's yeah. in a nutshell. It's a complicated yeah position, but that's what it is. Well, totally. and I, 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 it's definitely uh, definitely one I can respect. Just just so you know, I mean, like, yeah, it's a problem. You know, like a good workplace, you don't necessarily need a union. I get that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and when I worked at uh, Cooley, which I still work there, I I spoke against the union to yeah. people, and they they've been not recently, but years ago, there were such abuses there that the unions there are very strong, and they've been sort of building. And it's just like you have no idea what it's like when out a union and when management you have good management team, they're new, you know, it can be a real a different I, animal, and you just you can't have it with if you have unions. I I, I guess I see it as uh, the 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 reason to have unions is uh, because you don't always have benevolent despots in management, and you need sort of a certain amount of checks yeah, and balances. If, but if you have pretty good employee rules and employment, and you know all that stuff will balance. I think. I, I think. I hope it will. <laughs> I think that um, what Sue was saying. I think what Sue was saying was was very accurate uh, in that um, the need for unions signifies an uh, an issue with with the employment. The problem is I that I do agree with that. I think the problem is that I think that it is it you should, we shouldn't be thinking it about it company to company. I think there is an issue with employment on a wider scale, and that's why we need unions. If there mm. if nationally. We had good hiring practices. We had good employee practices in the and companies. Good federal laws. Good federal laws. Um, not just regulation, but just good corporate citizenship. Uh, you know, personally, I'm not 
against capitalism, you know? Um, Neither am I. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, but it has a ton of problems and you need to have something that pushes back on that um, or else you have a, you have people that um, basically, I don't trust humans you know to, to to do well humans uh, are the worst sometimes aren't they <laughs> if they if you have a if you have an uh, an employer um there will be employers that will take advantage of people there will be employers that there will be employees that take advantage that's just how we're mm-hmm. built yeah and that's and a powerful dynamic exactly so to have uh, management power and employee power pushing against each other it's kind of like our bicameral um, uh, legislature. Yeah, there's so, checks and balances approach. Yeah. Exactly. And I'd prefer not to work in an organization where that exists. I would, if I have my druthers, uh, I'd uh, rather be in a non honestly union organization. If if, um, if there weren't those issues, then I would be okay with that too. Yeah, but yeah. there are. But and I'm just saying no, that that's how I pick employment. Is I try yeah. to avoid unionized organizations. Um, the, the worst one I worked at had 13 unions. The issue mm. that I mean, yeah, there there can be over unioning, <laughs> I guess. Um, there there can be corrupt unions. Um, there can also be corrupt management. And the issue that the the problem with uh having just non no unions or just having unions is that there there isn't something there is no push and pull if there's if if the management thinks that it has no power it has if management power. has all, has all the power yeah and what and there will be people that get through even the best the even the best best practice employee best practices there will be management people that will get through that that um can just lie through the interview or uh they just change their mind when they get into the into the um job and then start hurting people uh there's no way to tell like who is going to do that and if you're working at some place long enough that that's going to be a lot a lot of management teams and you know your employment will depend on the company hiring competent Getting rid of people that are not yeah. exactly so, and the company's job, the 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 board of directors, the people that hire the upper management, their job is to make money. That's their job. Uh, they sh- they should be hiring management that will facilitate getting getting more money, in and in addition treating their employees well. Do you remember the Dumula story? We I think it was the first one we came on the air. That the guy got thrown out, the really good president. They both had the same last name, and everybody in the stores and all the customers. Mark uh, Market Basket. Market Basket. Yeah, you know, had originally they're Demulis brothers. See, that's the thing. It. Like mm-hmm. they they treated their employees well. Everybody liked working there, and that's fine. And then they got somebody came in. Someone who was came bad, out the brother, mm-hmm. and he wanted to make more money, yeah. and he slashed and, and everything like that. And he fired his brother, and yeah, and they See, wouldn't that's stand the for thing. it. Um, if if you have a good union a good strong union that is respectful to its members and you also have a management that respects its employees in knows the value of it that yeah. is that is the 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 two pieces that make a good workplace now if you have a management that has too much power or a union that has too much power especially at the top of the union then you have an issue so if there's no issue, if there's no problem with employment and best practices and everybody is trying to make a better world 
and make money. Or like UPS, where they're or like it's owned by or the like employees. Market Basket, where the guy was really good, but it's yeah. but it will always be good in perpetuity. Then yeah, get rid of the unions. Yeah, uh, you know, actually, I want to circle this back to we were talking about migrants earlier, and. <clears throat> This connects. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> we'll watch. It's a you. promise. <laughs> no, but but so one of the reasons why there's a William there are, F. Buckley Jr. We have to wait for five minutes for this thought to circle back. So as Tacitus observed, <laughs> <laughs> I would watch him sometimes, and like twenty minutes later, it's like, oh, that's where he was going. Okay, sorry. Yeah, but brilliant. I know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> but brilliant. Well, yeah. or certainly he loved the sound of his own voice. Um, I say that as a fellow, as a fellow <laughs> sinner, <laughs> I do not cast a stone. <laughs> anyway, um, so the um, one of the reasons why we have uh, a problem, why I think unions are are currently something we really need more of in the United States, is because we do have a lot of problems for people who are selling their labor in the the marketplace of capitalism you know like there are a lot of people who who basically they participate not because they own stuff but because they're selling their labor and the market for labor uh is shaped by a lot of factors and uh, part of it's like how good is this job and how much money can it make you know like like you know there can be a bigger return on investment on somebody who's you know a mechanical engineer making a vital infrastructure thing and then somebody who's making if they bargain well right versus somebody who's 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 making coffee at a dunkin donuts you can have an engineer that's really brilliant and she doesn't know the value of her I, thing I, that's and, a whole separate issue yeah. that's a whole separate issue like I totally understand the argument that like you know the person who can make the 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 municipal water system work which is complicated and difficult and requires a lot of education that they should get paid more than the person than my barista. Sure. That's that's fine. But um one of the reasons why all sorts of jobs, especially service jobs, but all sorts of jobs are poorly paid in this country and people are sticking with jobs that are bad. Um health insurance. Well, health insurance. You're right. That's that's a huge thing. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why you and I agree that single payer is a good idea. But also, um, there are a lot of jobs that are done by prison labor in this country. And if and they do that because you can basically pay prison labor like two bucks a day kind of thing. If we passed a law that said, you know, at the federal level that said every, you know, anyone in any prison. Twelve bucks an hour. Well, it has to be paid whatever, whatever the state minimum wage is. Like, you cannot pay them less than the minimum wage. So, in other words, you can't, they can't sort of under, you know, compete by uh, uh, underpricing, you know, actual free labor. when they start to subtract room and board? Because that's how they used to do it, and they get no money. Then, then ban that in the law as well. Yeah, you can't charge them for room and you, board. Yeah, you cannot factor that in. You know, you have to pay them, yeah. pay them their, Especially their fair wage. Especially you don't have a choice of where you spend your time. As a, as a right as a I mean if you're gonna person. if you're gonna go in with a capitalist uh, mindset then you, if if you're gonna charge you have to someone, recommend their, their their choice yeah. you, you have you, choice. like so you I want to go that. to this prison and not this prison yeah. you know yeah. uh, but you can't do that so right and and people you know people who are inmates in a prison system can get shuffled around wherever it's especially bad in the federal system because it's like oh yes here I've been convicted of a crime here in Massachusetts and I'm now serving my sentence in Georgia. 
Yeah. Oh, six months later, they've moved me to Florida. So and then my the, family can't visit me. Right. And then a year later, I'm in New Mexico. You know, whatever. They, they can send me all over the country. And it's it's all the United States, federal prisons. And if it's white now. collar, you go to those country clubs. <laughs> right. You know, but I mean, even if it were just within the state of Massachusetts, you know, uh, uh, you know, they could move me from here to the eastern part of the state, or they could do a reciprocal arrangement, like some states do with like Texas. So, like, there are Massachusetts state prisoners who are in Texas right now. So, all of, I'm oh, sorry, I'll, I'll, uh, we have five minutes, and I wanted to get to a couple more topics. All right, well, let, let me let me wrap this up then. So, um, all of which is to say that that puts a heck of a stress on the labor market. It's depressing the value of everybody's labor, and that's also one of the reasons why migrants. What the market will bear. Right, exactly. And again, like if we made it so that, oh, migrants are welcome and, you know, it's easy to get a work visa or whatever, then all of a sudden they're not driving down the cost of a job, the the value of labor for citizens of the United States because they can work openly. You know, they don't have to work under the table. And it boosts the tax base. Anyway, so that's my thought. John, I'm sorry, you wanted to... To take well, us we off wanted to uh, see oh, what hey, it, we, right, we wanted we to, to dark hole. Well, <laughs> Katie Bauman. Yeah. Well, uh, I was also talking about um, net neutrality. Yeah. Yes. Go uh, ahead. So, Please. well, Sue. it went through the house this week. Yay! Yeah. Nancy Nancy Pelosi. The yeah, and free speech here in uh, Florence, and I assume Stefan Ward Wheaton and all those guys have been working our, like dogs to get this done. Free, uh, our, free, free press. Free press. Free I'm press. Sorry. Our our uh, 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 executive producer on sabbatical, Stefan Ward Wheaton, <laughs> who, by the way, will be here on the show next week, filling in for me because oh, I'm sweet. shamelessly treating <gasps> Maybe myself. Maybe he'll to tell a, us how they did it, how yeah. they got it through the house. Well, I'm shamelessly going to a show in Boston to see Amanda Palmer next Friday, so oh, I won't good be for here. you. So yeah, that's my birthday gift to myself. Oh, sweet. Anyway, um, yeah, so so that is a bi- a big deal and. Leading from net neutrality, you wanted to go somewhere with that. What was that again? Sorry, I don't. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> the hate. <laughs> oh, well, the... we wanted to go. The I I want to talk about um how uh, well going we. <laughs> there is so much, but uh, going from from that to uh, um YouTube uh, and the uh, hearing on uh, the hate, hearing on hate, speech on hate speech in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And when you the executive from YouTube was talking about. Um, about how they have algorithms and how they have people and computers that are that are filtering out hate speech and we won't stand for it. They had to disable the comments on the the live stream on YouTube during the of hearing, those hearings of the hearings because of the horrifying hate speech that people. Plus, if the you Nazis pay, came out, if you they have this new thing, if you pay uh, during a live chat, if you if you pay the the streamer whoever. Then your comment goes is to the top. highlighted. Oh no! Okay. Really? And people Sponsored were doing that. Sponsored comment. Huh? Who were they, who were they paying to do that? Was it going YouTube? the money going? Oh, I don't C-SPAN? know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and YouTube is Microsoft, so yeah. yeah. Well, and that's sort of horrifying, and and I was so happy to hear um, that the MIT graduate student that wrote the algorithm that allowed us to see the. Yeah, the, I'm not sure if it's Bowman or Bauman, but Dr. Katie Bauman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah very nice. That was that was a real nice surprise this week. So. Hopefully she'll get a Nobel for Nobel Prize in ten years for having having done that. But what a, I mean everybody kind of drew pictures that looked like that. That's the fun part, right? Is that all the yeah. comic books and the graphics all look like Interstellar. That. Interstellar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that it kind of looks like that. But it's <laughs> for a while everybody was like, "So that's the Eye of Sauron, right?" Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. We're done. We're done. <laughs> We're all dead. Yeah. That's yeah. the Eye of Sauron. <laughs> 
<laughs> where's where's the Hobbit? Did you see the uh, XKCD strip from Wednesday? Yes, I will post that, that. Yes, because it had like basically a scale drawing of like so. Here's you know that photograph, and here drawn in is what the where the solar system would be in that. Like if the solar <laughs> if the sun was at the center of that, draw it to scale, and it's yeah. like, wow, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's much bigger than the solar system. Twenty million whatever miles away, and yeah, oh, it's, times. No, it's 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 bigger than the solar system by yeah. far. Yeah, bigger than our, I meant, but also how far away it was that they were able to do this triangulating with oh, yeah, eight yeah. eight telescopes and. It's a very impressive feat. Yeah. Um, Brilliant. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Yeah, but that hate speech, that's really, that just, it's so awful. It's sort of like the worst of us. Yeah. I, I, I agree. It's, well, it's, it's very much the opposite of what civil politics is about. You know, like. Do people troll us? I think they don't. Would you tell us, John, if people were trolling us? We just get spam. We just get spam on our on our blog. Yeah, that's, that's from Richard. We I get a lot of emails like this person followed you. And it's like I I like speech. Good, follow me. And it's like okay, okay, man. Maybe if English is the first language. Yeah. <laughs> you're not you're not yeah. fooling anybody. Yeah. So in other words, uh, uh, I should we should be doing more to, to promote the show more so we get a bigger audience so we can start getting actual trolls, trolls and hate speech. <laughs> I'm there just as happy not having any trolls but real listeners. That's, That's an thing. incentive. Yeah. yeah. No. No. It's so awful. Well, uh, uh, I hope you'll post the uh, uh, the bit of uh, of Congressman Lou uh, playing Candace uh, Owens' own words for her about Adolf Hitler because that that just is perfect. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. You should see it. So um, we do actually have to wrap up in like two minutes, but. Uh, have never, we covered everything? I, I don't think, think not. so. Um, <laughs> Sending d- immigrants so, to so, sanctuary cities. So, so the Mueller spe- report is so like speaking in the rearview mirror. <laughs> speaking of hate speech and disenfranchising people, <laughs> what do you think about. Uh, uh, do you think there's any silver lining to Bibi Netanyahu's coalition of, of hard right people? Hard right parties uh, probably maintaining control of the Knesset. Easier to get rid of it, so get rid of the Knesset and get rid of them. Get rid of the Knesset? Yeah. You know what I meant? The um, right wingers, not the Knesset. Oh, oh, yeah. oh! You, you, I'm sorry. Yeah. You mean it would be easier for them to stage a coup? Well, to to be overturned in the next election. I don't like. I didn't really like either one of them, but I like Benjamin Gantz better because at least he like done the job for the military. Well, and he he yeah he he isn't teaming up with a party of well jewish yeah. nationalists well because hey nationalism isn't that fun we, we can't go into international politics right. with one minute left and yeah. i just want to say about measles that i was really sorry to see what new york city is trying to do because they have some very devout jewish people who do not want vaccinations and they are um they're tough gonna, they're gonna find them good five thousand okay. five thousand apiece or something good there's new research suggesting that measles actually causes a lot of immunological damage to you if you get it so there's there's it, it goes beyond the effects of measles itself. Isn't that what um, little women's sister died of? Yes, I think so. Rheumatic fever. Never read it. Oh. Anyway, we do have to wrap up. I'm getting the. <laughs> <laughs> we so, could go on forever. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up next, we have uh, a great selection of music. Subculture at eight. Table of contents at ten. Okay, Asia at the midnight, and then some other cool shows into the wee hours. Uh, we will be doing a podcast of the show uploaded at some point when we can get around to it. Uh, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Uh, it's usually on the weekend. And uh, finally, we do have a repeat airing uh, next Monday at 4 p.m. So listen to us again. And uh, 
That'll do for now. This has been Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. Thanks for listening. Good night. This show is part of the Planetside Productions Network. For more information, please visit www.planetside.pro. And thank you for listening.